Hello and welcome to Ready for Love Radio. I'm your host, Nikki Lee. My goal with Ready for Love Radio is to help men and women, whether you're single or married. Throughout the show, we're going to talk about ways to prepare for a satisfying long-term relationship, and we'll talk about ways to improve your feelings for yourself and to improve an existing relationship. Now, you may wonder why I'm qualified to help you with this. Well, I trained with Dr. Ava Cadell, the founder of Loveology University. Through that training, I earned my Love and Relationship Coaching Certification and Master's Expert Certification. All of that training and all of those courses are ways that I can help you improve your love life and be ready for love. Now today, get ready to learn how to improve your communication in your relationship. We're going to talk about things that we may do subconsciously to sabotage communication, verbal and nonverbal ways to communicate with our partner, and we're going to share ways to decipher just what in the world your partner is really talking about. How often does your partner say something and you just you just don't know where he or she is going with it? I want to introduce you to Tova Fader. Tova is a clinical sexologist and she's written several ebooks. The first four are about various topics of male sexuality. All great information and lots of exercises in those books. But today we're going to talk about her latest. And that is entitled, Why Don't You Understand What I'm Saying? A Communication Guide for Men and Women. Lots and lots of great information that we're going to share. And give you some some tips to improve your communication. And figure out what in the world your partner is talking about. So Tova, welcome to Ready for Love Radio. I'm very glad to have you with me today. Thank you, Nikki. Uh, thanks for having me. All right. We have got so much great information to share with people. I just finished reading an advanced copy of Tova's ebook last night, and actually up to that 1.30 reading this morning. So we've got all kinds of great information we want to share. I think one of the first things we, we should talk about is some of the barriers that we use, and I think often we do it. So, you know, we're not really thinking that we're doing these things. So it's subconscious barriers that when we're speaking to people and when we're listening to people. So what, what are some of these barriers that you can share with us? When we're, when we're speaking to other people, what are some things that we may be doing that's causing us problems? Well, very often when men and women are talking, they're not really sharing the information that they want to. Say if there's a um, an argument or a disagreement between a man and a woman. Obviously, one person wants to communicate a message that they want the other person to hear. But when we get into those heated moments, sometimes those messages come out in the form of blame or criticism or belittling the other person. We start telling them what they're not doing right. Um, how their behavior has failed us. And all of this really serves to shut down the other person. So whatever it is that really we are trying to say uh, is being sabotaged because the other person shuts down. You know, who likes to be criticized? Nobody. Nobody wants to be criticized. It hurts. It feels bad. Our other, the other person, our partner, just kind of withdraws, that's one reaction, or they fire back and they retaliate. And so you either end up with this wall of silence 
or with a battlefield in full gear going on. And so the communication has gone nowhere. Exactly. Well, and, and a point that I've made with, with clients that I've made in other shows is keep it positive when you're talking to your partner. You know, when, when you're thinking about yourself and when you're talking to your partner both, keep it positive. Anytime we start out negative, it, it's going to go downhill from there, you know. So we need Absolutely. to start off with a, a positive way to talk to people. Okay, so when we're listening to our partner, what are some things? You know, with the things you mentioned as far as when we're speaking, we're, we're putting our, our partner on the defensive immediately, which is a bad thing. So when we're listening to our partner, what's some things that we may subconsciously be doing that's causing problems and causing barriers between us? Well, very often when we're listening, we're on the listening end of a conversation, our mind is starting to get into gear like a locomotive, and we're thinking about what we want our response to be, rather than just really taking in what the other person is saying and hearing their message. So our mind is blocked off, we're not really hearing, and we end up focusing on our response. Uh, we may be very tied into our point of view, uh, our agenda, uh, to what the other person is saying. And so we're not really open. We're not open to hearing what the other person is saying. And so we're not really listening. We're listening with with a preconceived notion that we're already tied to. And of course, that implodes any kind of positive avenue of communication. So the most important thing is to really be open, to really hear, not to be attached to our own response, and try to try to mine for the real message that our partner is saying, because there may be something really valuable that we need to hear. Now, I know this in the book, one of the things you were mentioning was how women oftentimes just need to be heard. They just need to, to say it and get it out. And a lot of times men feel that they have to solve the problem. They have to, you know, in their mind they're going, okay, she's putting this out there. I have to find the solution. I have to be Mr. Fix-It. What can we do when we're listening? And maybe it's even just being aware of those two things about our partner. What can we do to to make the communication more productive? Well, this is classic. Uh, this is absolutely classic. Men and women are wired differently when it comes to communication. And what you said is so true, and I do cover this in my book in depth, that women talk as a way of building relationship, of creating rapport, and of feeling close. So a woman will want to tell her partner how her day was, um, if she had problems with the kids or a fight with her boss at the office. And um, a man will feel, and she, she's really just talking to vent, to, to get out the emotion, to get out the feelings. She doesn't necessarily want um, a solution or she doesn't want her partner really to fix anything. She wants to be heard. The man, on the, uh, on the other hand, uh, our men are geared to wanting to get to point, from point A to point B as fast as possible. Basically, he's saying to himself, 
what is it that you want me to hear in one sentence or less? What's the bottom line here? He doesn't care about the details, and he doesn't really process the details. They don't mean anything to him. So uh, a man, of course, wanting to be the masterful person uh, that he sees himself uh, as being will want to help his partner solve her problem. After all, she's complaining or she's venting, so he wants to help her. But when he starts doling out solutions, she feels kind of cut off, like he's shutting her down, because she's not really looking for a solution. She just wants to be heard. So she may feel heard, a uh, hurt that she's not really being fully heard. The man is left totally confused because he thinks he's doing what he should and he's being a really good guy and helping her. And so he feels frustrated because all she's doing is talking, 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 and we women can talk, but she's not taking action to resolve her problems. So, so even though we, we both, on both sides, we think we're doing what the other person needs from us, we're actually reacting in the wrong way, and even though we're putting our best foot forward and we're doing what we think we need to do, we're actually causing more problems. So I, I think just being aware of those two things is, is a big step in the right direction. And then yeah. when you get into the situation, keep that in mind. Keep in mind that, that your, your first nature may not be the best thing to do, may not be what your partner needs. A really good thing that I have found is if you just take a deep breath, really kind of try to separate yourself from your immediate emotion, from your immediate reflex, just take right. a deep breath. It gives you a second to separate yourself from that automatic reflex. And then let it, let your partner, let her talk. Just let her talk knowing that this is her process. You don't have to do anything about it. In other words, it can actually unburden the man to know you don't have to fix her problem. And she feels cared for. And women should be aware that after a while, a man's eyes may look like they're starting to glaze over, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't love her. It's that he can't relate to all the details. He is really looking right. for the central message that she's trying to get out. He's thinking, let's just get to the point. <laughs> you know, let's just so. get to the point. What do you want? Very true. Now, now something else I think that works in perfectly with this is there's so many ways we communicate non-verbally. Okay, so so while the wife is going on and on and on about her day and the husband's like, let's get to it already, he may have an expression she's not going to like, he may be rolling her eyes at her, that sort of thing. There's so many non-verbal ways we communicate. So what are a couple of examples of ways we, we may not realize we're sending out information to our partner that we can improve and communicate on this other level better. Absolutely, and this nonverbal level so often uh, we completely uh, overlook, and it's very, very powerful. What is not said can be like a hand grenade. So we talk always. We're constantly communicating. We talk with our bodies. We talk with our breath. We talk with our gestures. So if you're in a conversation with someone and say things are not going well, 
you want to look for eye contact. Is this person making eye contact with you, or are they looking away? So say a man says to a woman, gee, you know, I got a call from an old boyfriend of mine, and he's in town, and I'd really like to go out to lunch with him. And the man says, well, okay, that's, you know, that's fine with me. But when he says it, she notices he's looking away, he's not making eye contact with her, he's, his fingers are starting to fidget, he's crossing his legs, or he's making some other kind of uh, movement with his body rolling up and down on the balls of his feet. These are nonverbal signals that he is not so okay with that luncheon date. So there's eye contact. Is it direct or is it distracted? Uh, there are movements with your arms. Uh, when people cross their arms across their chest, it, it's a very defensive posture. It's a pulling in. It's a hostility. And it's a sign of also being closed-minded. So you want to keep a very relaxed body. That sends out a better signal. Uh, relaxed body, looking straight at the person, relaxed posture, the tone in your voice. You want to keep the tone in your voice moderate, not with anger, kind of what I call a neutral tone of voice. Keep it at a modulated uh, volume, not too loud, not too volatile, and make sure that your face uh, isn't, isn't squinting. If you're, if you're piercing your eyebrows together or clenching your mouth, it shows that you're not very comfortable. So all of these parts of the body are communicating as sort of in an orchestra together. I'm, I'm always told that looking at my face and my expression and my eyes specifically, dead giveaway to what I really think. So definitely take that kind of feedback from people that are close to you and keep keep in mind it's not just the words you're saying. There's there's other things that are telling you part of what what you really think. And then this ties into what you're saying is that very often we may say to someone, uh, yeah, that's okay with me. You know, that's fine. But our body, because we're not really fine with the situation, our body is sending out this whole other array of communications, really radiating and communicating our true feelings, which is, no, this is not okay with me. And it completely denies what you've said verbally. So your body really knows what you're feeling. Yes, the, the dreaded fine. Always watch for more information when your partner says fine in response. <laughs> okay, so, so just a short summary of, of some of the basics of communication. We need to use open, honest, positive communication with our partner. We need to avoid the negativity. We need to listen to what they're saying and keep in mind, like we said, that, that the woman needs to get it all out and just needs to say all the things. The man feels he needs to solve the problem, but that's not derogatory to his partner. That's not putting her down. That's him being helpful. And then watch for the, the verbal and the nonverbal communication. And I think that's beneficial for us because, first of all, we know what to keep an eye on for ourselves, 
but that also gives us a deeper understanding of what our partner is trying to communicate by watching their nonverbal communication as well. So now let's move on to the more intimate sexual communication between partners. In, in this area of our life, we, we really need to be honest, and we may find it harder to be honest and express our feelings when it comes to what we want intimately, what we need sexually, what we want and, and we want to give sexually. We may have real problems with all that kind of thing. I think rejection plays a big part in, in that communication and the difficulties we have. That's something that I mentioned in, in my show about, you know, developing a healthy love for ourselves. Once we have that self-confidence, we have the ability and the desire and the motivation to tell our partner what we want, what we need, often what we want to give them that we may have been a little little hesitant to, to tell them before. Maybe things you want to try with your partner or you want to give to your partner that you're just not quite sure how they're going to respond so you're, you're concerned about um, their rejection. Maybe you're concerned they're going to judge you. Maybe it's something a little unusual or something that's kind of out of your comfort zone and, and you're not sure how they're going to react, so you worry about expressing what you really want. What are some tips for men and women in feeling more confident and having better success with telling their partner what they want? sexually from them because like there's, there's probably a lot of things floating around in people's heads they want but they just don't know how to ask for it what what are some tips we can give them absolutely and this is the most sensitive form of communication because we are never more vulnerable than in the bedroom and you're absolutely right that people don't speak up uh, out of a basic discomfort with sexuality out of uh, fear of being shamed or put down by their partner, um, and for fear of retaliation, that maybe their partner will become annoyed or angry. And so what happens is that we just don't say anything. We just push those feelings down. And, uh, of course, that's not what we're aiming for when it comes to sexuality. We want to be open. The vocal cords are a critical part of the sexual mechanism because that's how we get what we want. So we really want to exercise those vocal cords. So the first thing in asking for what you want is to ask from a positive point of view. Very often what happens is if we're not getting the touching that we want, either we go silent, we don't express ourselves, and then we never get our needs met, or it comes out in a blaming or critical way. So we'll say to our partner, well, why don't you touch my body more? Uh, well, well, you know, I told you I don't like that kind of touch. Well, this kind of negatively phrased communication doesn't work too well. So we always want to speak from a positive point of view. So using I statements, I, are very, very powerful. And so what you do is you talk from your own experience. You might say something like, I would really love it if you touched my back more. I feel so much pleasure when you touch my breasts. That's as opposed to, you know, I've told you a hundred time like, times I like to have my breasts touched, and I don't know why you don't do it. 
a man may say in a positive way, it feels so erotic when you touch my penis. I'd really love you to do that more. Okay? That's as opposed to, you know, why don't you ever touch me there? You know that's a really sensitive part of my body. So you see the difference between phrasing something in a negative way and phrasing something in a positive way. And that makes all the difference in our getting our needs met. So you come from, I feel this way, I would like more touching, I feel more pleasure, um, I feel more turned on when you do such and such, as opposed to you don't do this, you're not doing this right. Nobody likes to be criticized in the bedroom. Well, and I, I found, too, that, that start out by praising something they're doing that you like. And then, like, I, I love when you kiss me there. I'd love to do more of that. I love when you show some, some assertiveness or take the initiative and then love when women take the initiative. So so start with something that, that's a positive and that's praising them and, and saying how much you love something they do and encourage them to do more or encouraging them to, to take it a little further instead of you just don't do this, I don't know why you won't. That ensures that you won't get the kind of touching that you want. Exactly, exactly. Any Anytime you start derogatory, you're not going to get anything better. <laughs> so tell me about some nonverbal ways people can communicate what they want because sometimes you just – there just are no words needed. There's better ways to show your partner and communicate with your partner what you want. Well, there are uh, there are two ways. One I would call nonverbal, although it does include the vocal cords somewhat. But if you're being touched in a way that you really, really like, say your your partner is touching your shoulders, let them know that through some sort of erotic expression, like, oh, mm, a nice deep breath, a little moan, uh, a sigh. That's all positive reinforcement for your partner. It lets him or her know that they're on the right track, and yet you don't have to go into a whole long conversation about, oh, it feels good when you touch my shoulders, you're just doing it with your natural erotic uh, vocal response. Another great way to communicate, and this is completely nonverbal, is through a, te a technique called hand guiding. So what you do literally is say if a woman wants her vaginal area touched more or her clitoral area, is to just take very gently take her partner's hand and move it down into her vaginal area show the kind of pressure she likes, guide her partner's hand around the clitoris, and demonstrate using her hand how she likes to be touched. And again, there's no explanation needed. There's no uh, criticism involved. It's a very beautiful, simple way of communicating a powerful sexual message. Thank you very much for that. Now, I tell you what, I'm going to give some love work for the listeners, but do you want to go ahead first and give us your website address, Toba? Absolutely. And uh, 
The book is available on my website. Why don't you understand what I'm saying? My website is www.sextherapylosangeles.com. Please come by, take a look. Um, I think you will enjoy the book, and I have four other books also on male sexuality, but I think this will give you so many tips and techniques and so much information on how to improve your communication both out of the bedroom and inside the bedroom. Thank you so much for sharing all that information with us today. Now let's move on to our master sexpert tip for the day. Now we talked about nonverbal communication moaning being one of my favorites but she also talked about taking your partner's hand and showing them what you want communicate with them what you want so master's expert for the day ladies does your man not really know exactly where you like to be touched this is your chance gently reach for his hand caress his hand maybe run your fingers across his palm and then move his hand and show him how you want to be touched. Now men tend to reach for their partner's breast and they may not do this in a way that that's arousing. Maybe you feel like you're being groped. Okay, so take his hand, move it to your breast and show him how you like to be touched. Show him the pressure you want him to use. Show him that you like the whole breast to be touched. Maybe take his hand and run it across the bottom. Just caress the bottom of the breast, okay? Now, take his fingertips and rub them gently across your nipple. Show him if you like, if you like a gentle touch, if you like a little bit more touch, maybe, maybe you just like softly brushing across the tip of the nipple or around the nipple in circles. Maybe you like your nipples to be pinched. Show him all of these things while you have his hand in yours. Then, maybe he doesn't exactly know where you like to be touched between your legs. Show him. Take his hand. Move it. A lot of guys really don't know where the clitoris is, and they don't know the other areas that you like to be touched. So, like I said, while you've got his hand in yours, show him. Show him what you like. Whether you like um, a back and forth motion, whether you like a circular motion, um, maybe, maybe you like gentle pressure, maybe you like harder pressure. This is your chance, ladies. Show him what you like. Now, guys, you can do the very same thing. Maybe she strokes your penis, but she doesn't do it the way you want it. Maybe it's too gentle. Women women tend to be a little too gentle when they, they stroke their men. Show her what you want and show her the pressure you like. Okay, now let's also go out with some love work that you can practice. And we're going to teach you how to communicate and we're going to use both the nonverbal and the verbal ways to communicate. Okay, I want you to think about something that you just love about your partner. It can be anything, in the bedroom or out. But let's do something a little bit more interesting than helping with the dishes and taking out the trash. Okay, let's make it something that's more personal, more intimate between the two of you that you love that your partner does. Okay, I want you to write down these two different things. And then I want you to find a time when you can just set aside a little bit of time for both of you. Maybe even just 15 or 20 minutes. Okay. Now the first thing you love about them, you're going to tell them verbally. Explain to them how 
they do a certain thing that you like or what they do tell them okay now ladies keep in mind your man loves it when you talk dirty to him okay so if you can work that into it and you're comfortable with it definitely do that okay now after you've told them what you love about them the next thing I want you to do is show them what you love about them okay nonverbal communication so this is gonna take a little bit more creativity but I'm very into creativity and everything the next time when you get a chance you're going to show them something that you love about them okay so think about what parts of your body you can use how you may be able to sigh or moan and tell them something you love about them now I want you to, to do both these exercises both you and your partner I mean you you know you both got to do your love work and then I'd love for you to come to my blog and share your comments or on my Facebook page okay so if you're on Facebook I encourage you to go to ready for love radio click like and then share what you thought tell us about your love work you don't have to get too personal if you don't want to but but tell us what your partner did that you enjoyed okay and if you'd like to visit my blog the address is www.lovecoachjourney.com and you can either post on a relevant post I, I blog about all kinds of topics that I think you'd be interested in and there's also a contact me button on the left side of the page click that and send me a message but I'd love to hear back from you tell me and especially tell me how you showed your partner something you love about them without a word Remember, there's times that no words are necessary. So this is your host, Nikki Lee, signing off. And until next time, I hope you're getting ready for love.